Hello again. Welcome back to the Bike Walk Wichita monthly podcast. I'm Kim Neufeld, Executive Director, and I'm at headquarters recording with Amy. Hello, everyone. I cannot believe that 2021 is already half over and that summer is here. Today, we have an exciting July episode full of adventures, announcements, and of course, this month's volunteer spotlight. Also in this episode, we'll hear from Carrie about the new IRC team program, and we'll also introduce our new communication coordinator, April, and learn about her background in biking. So thanks for tuning in and joining us as we talk all things Bike Walk. June was such an exciting month. We made lots of new friends at Juneteenth and our Evergreen event. Yeah. Connecting with people and hearing their stories about walking and biking in Wichita is always exciting and humbling. The diverse community of people who walk and bike never cease to amaze me with their stories of life changes and resilience. I loved those events, and I am so excited to get out into more neighborhoods this summer and fall, so you will definitely be seeing us out around. And I'm especially excited to get back into Evergreen more and to really explore that neighborhood. Yeah, that urban hike was amazing. Yeah, I I can't wait. There's so much history and culture Mm -hmm. and just really nice neighborhoods with shade. Shade, yeah. Lots of trees. I mean, so it makes, you know, slow rolls and Mm -hmm. strolls so much more fun. Yes, And speaking of new events, July, of course, uh, is looking uh, pretty fun as well. Right. And of course, we will be adding events to the calendar uh, weekly, but some that we have to announce today, we are kicking off our summer Bike Walk Wichita Book Club, and I am so excited. I have started reading this book. It is Bicycling with Butterflies by Sarah Dickman, and she is from Kansas. Oh, my word. Yes. And she decided to follow the monarch migration from Mexico to Canada and back on her bicycle uh, to raise awareness, you know, of global climate change and other Uh impact, a lot of things that we're seeing in the world today. So very exciting to read her account of going solo bikepacking with the uh, monarchs and just to hear her adventure. It's a a pretty awesome and uh, empowering story. Right. Um, Because, I mean, if you think about the, the migration of the monarchs, I mean, that's a huge migration that they do. And so just crazy. Yeah. And it was 10,200 and some miles for her uh, to go back and forth with them. So I'm only getting started. So I cannot wait to hear how it ends. And uh, we are, of course, we'll have our read along conversations Mm -hmm. that you can join in either on the Facebook club and or our bike walk talk website. So I can't wait to hear about it. In addition, we also have our next Second Sunday Slow Roll and Stroll coming up. So July 11th, we will be meeting at Chisholm Creek Nature Center, and we will be uh, exploring the K96 path. We have had several people ask us about the uh, connections when you are heading east on that path. When you get to Woodlawn and some of those other streets. People do not know where the uh, right. connectors are. Right, yeah. I, so. I remember biking that path one time, and a gentleman came down the path in the opposite direction, and he was like, "Can I'm trying to get back to my car, and I am all turned around, so can you kind of help me get back to, and we got out our little paper map, and we're like, well, this is where you're at. That's Where funny. You, and, and so, yes, it is a confusing path. I actually have an exact picture of me and Lisa 
on our bikes with the bike map trying to figure out Mm -hmm. when we were brand new riders trying to figure it out. He had just moved to Wichita and really just had gotten himself all turned around. And as most people who did not grow up in Kansas is not familiar with north, south, east, or west. So those types of directions don't work. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm excited uh, to get out and to uh, show some of our new friends and new riders uh, really how they can connect and and get through northeast Wichita. Sounds great. I am excited. I am an enthusiast of following the Tour de France. So we are doing La Tour with Bike Walk Wichita. We're celebrating cycling's biggest event and celebrating our Members Plus donors and sponsors. So join as a Members Plus by July 10th and you will receive an exclusive invite. There will be tour trivia, prizes, and food. And you can offer your tour predictions and see how you can compare with fellow enthusiasts. Uh, I I will be there talking about it. Uh, Zach Hall, our fellow racer friend, is going to be there. And we'll be chatting about how the tour has gone up to July 14th. And then our predictions for how it will end on, I believe, the last day is July 18th. I know. I I can't wait. I, uh, I do not follow the tour closely but I do like to hear the progress, and mm-hmm. uh, of course, it's always fun to hang out with more of the professional racers uh, that are local, and to yeah. hear their, they have such a different riding and training experience, yes. and they're all really awesome and yes. um, yeah. really nice, and uh, I love hearing their stories. Yeah. They always have great yeah. stories. So. It, is, it is definitely, I get so tickled with, you know, just my stories about playing chicken with the squirrels, and heaven only knows what they run into when they're out there on the yeah. road doing 30 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and 200 miles of right. travel. So, very excited about Latour. In addition, we, of course, have our monthly Midtown Trail cleanup. Uh, that is July 18th, and we'll be starting... I'm at 2 p.m. at 13th and Otis, so join us out and about. You can find all of our events on Facebook and on our calendar at bikewalkwichita.org, and you can also follow us along on all of our other social media platforms. We hope to see you out and about. Before we jump in to all of the other exciting um, announcements and stories, We want to take a moment to thank our amazing local business sponsors for 2021. As our city opens back up, please shop local and support these businesses who work to make our city safer for you. REI at K96 in Greenwich carries high-quality adventure gear, clothing, bikes, and camping equipment and food to support your next hike or bike trip. Yes, I actually just bought a brand new hiking backpack that's supposed to arrive any day, and I cannot wait. Yeah, I want to see how that turns out. (laughs) Also, Cargill Soybean Biodiesel and Plant is located on 13th Street and is producing renewable and clean-burning fuel from waste vegetable oils, fats, and restaurant grease for use in diesel vehicles. The funding helped us expand the recycle shop to get more people riding, and we are excited to have them as a sponsor this year. Also, Truck Stuff helps elevate all of our adventures by installing hitches, bike racks, and anything you need to haul your bike and adventure gear around town. Bicycle Peddler and Bicycle Exchange not only provide you with a large selection of bikes and gear, but also have been advocating for bike lanes, trails, and safety improvement for decades. 
Kansas Department of Transportation provides an annual grant to purchase lights for all of our bikes that roll out of our recycle. And they also support our Operation Firefly outreach to help us make our streets safer for all users. W, the Young Professionals of Wichita, has provided Bike Walk Wichita a grant to increase outreach uh, with young professionals. So we are very excited to engage them more in biking and walking. Visionary Print can help you with your podcast, video, and promotional materials. And I can't wait because we are going to be launching our online store oh. with our Bike Walk Wichita merchandise. And we do have Bike Walk Wichita t-shirts for sale at headquarters currently. So if you are interested in getting a new Bike Walk Wichita t-shirt, they are really comfortable. Yes. I'm really excited by them. So thank you, Visionary Print, for helping us out with that. Hey, it's Kim, and I am in Recycle Shop with Carrie, and we are catching up on our teen programming and the awesome expansion that has been uh, in development, shall we say, for quite a while. So welcome, Carrie. Good to catch up with you. Hi. I know uh, you're usually out busy working on the bike share bikes and uh, running all over the place doing programming, so it's, it's great to actually catch up with you. So, tell us about this brand new program that you have been working with the International Rescue Committee to develop. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. Something new, new direction for us. We've been working with the IRC for about five, six years in giving bikes to refugee families when they settle here. They aren't drivers yet. And that's been really fun. We do a little education and uh, give them a bike and lights, lock and helmet, traffic safety, go on a little ride. So this year, we're doing a teen program. The IRC reached out to me, and they want to do a youth service program. So they want their kids to experience living in a community and participating and giving back. That's so great. They, she thought of us because we've had this relationship. And so we're going to have uh, three weeks with three different groups of high school kids coming in and working in Recycle. That is awesome. <laughs> and so what exactly are they going to do in Recycle? They'll work on bikes like everyone does in Recycle. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to get their hands dirty. Then. They're going to get so their hands dirty. These yeah. are primarily uh, probably working on bikes for other kids yes. and for other you yes. know people yeah. needing transportation. Yeah. And we'll just kind of see, you know, we'll try to do a little bit of curriculum with making sure they know by the end of their week that how to change a flat tire, how to adjust a brake, um, what the little noises make that might be bothering them when they ride, how to keep the ride safe. And then, of course, we will throw in a little bike education on safety and things like that. Well, that is really exciting. And I know you also have kind of a surprise built in for the end for them. <laughs> We're going to give each kid a voucher, which can is just a piece of paper, and they can come in and re redeem it for a bike. And with that, they'll get lights, lock, and help. That's pretty exciting. So I think yeah. it'll be really exciting. Some of them may already have bikes, and they can offer the voucher to a sibling um, or friend, something like that. But just the voucher itself, I think, will be really fun. Well, this will be great one for our program because we can, you know, get a bunch of bikes ready for people. Uh, but also, I think this is such a need. Uh, I live where a lot of the refugee community is settled in, in southeast Wichita. And I see the kiddos all the time stopped on the side of the road with their bike, working either with a chain or messing with the tire um, and not really making good progress. So mm -hmm. I see them at Quick Trip all the time, airing up the tires. So this will be great to uh, connect them to our shop. 
And Definitely. so not only are you providing some nice education, hands-on education, but also then hopefully they'll feel more welcome just to come in anytime oh, so. and, yeah. and bring their bikes. I hope so. so. And they're going to be taking public transit, learning how to take public transit. So they'll be coming here on public transit and leaving on public transit. Oh, that is so really... part of their curriculum that, that, they've, that IRC developed. It is such a great yeah, organization and, and such it a great is. collaboration, like Yeah, you we said. want to be welcoming and inclusive and have them be brought in, like you said. Mm -hmm. And such an important, I mean, I know the whole IRC collaboration started basically when we were seeing our refugee friends out riding at night, wrong direction, wearing dark clothes, no lights, just because they had no idea what the rules of the road are. Right, right. And, you know, we want the roads to be safe for all users really great program. It's been fun. It's been really fun. Well, I can definitely tell you in, in my neighborhood, like I said, I see people riding the bikes and <laughs> yep. enjoying them. And I also see them pass them to other family members. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they come here without having any transportation and they have three months to get to school, get signed up for school or get a job. Mm -hmm. And the, the bicycle is huge for them. It's huge. And I've been oh, told yes. that so many times by the IRC staff, that it's just such a great way to help them get around and get their independence. And well, and you do that. such a great job of teaching without using, you know, verbal <laughs> language. My little Playmobil people. and my <laughs> Yes, I mean, you're very good at showing them on bike and also yeah. describing. The language, is, the language is a big one, yeah. And they're often so, I'm sorry, I don't speak any English. I just say, hey, doesn't matter. I can show bike. you it, bicycles. It's very show and matter. tell. <laughs> exactly. Very show and tell. Well, you can always tell by the smiles. I mean, when they realize they don't have to walk two or three hours mm -hmm. uh, back and forth to work yeah. with the bike, that Big deal. you know they can also use the bus to put put the bike on and get further. So, very exciting. And I also just want to say congratulations uh, to you and to the recycle shop team. You are nominated for the 2021 Immigrant Service Award uh, for all of the amazing work that has been going on. Well deserved. Thank you. It's really fun. It's a great off, offshoot of, recy of Recycle. Thank you uh, for putting down the grease rag for a moment <laughs> and uh, catching up. Uh, really appreciate Thanks all for, the things that you do. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Carrie. The sponsor spotlight for this month is Bicycle Exchange. We would like to say thank you for all of their support over the decade and for many years here in Wichita. I think they've been open more than 50 years, actually, yes. serving yes. our community. And I was recently in the shop, and they have hundreds of bikes available for selection, also lots of gear and accessories for your bike. In addition, Gary is leading their Monday night rides. He has all the best right. Uh, Paths it's, and locations. It's usually referred to as Gary's Urban Exploration. And that is a perfect title yeah. for it because he will take you to places you've never explored before, whether on bike or by car. So yeah. I, I always learn something new on one of Gary's rides. Join in or drop in and check out what they have in the, in the shop. Tell them thank you for all of their support over the years. Thanks, Bicycle Exchange. Hello. For this segment of the podcast, I would like to introduce our new communications coordinator, April Lemon. I am so excited to have her with us, and we love having her on board for Bike Walk Wichita. Welcome to the podcast, April. Well, thank you, Amy. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. 
I'm super excited to join this organization and to now be working with all of you wonderful individuals and peoples. So tell us about your communications background. Okay, well, I just graduated from Wichita State um, in May of 2020 with a bachelor's degree in strategic communications. But I've been doing communication work most of my life. I've been working in journalism since I was 14, worked on newspapers for about 10 years, started doing reporting on political campaigns and stuff like that, and decided to move out of journalism and work more in community development type work, campaign work, which is all involved with communications. Mm -hmm. Um, I love writing and photography. I love storytelling. Communications has always been a passion of mine, and um, a couple years ago, I decided to go back to school and actually get my degree in that field so I could actually do what I want and what I love to do for a living. So tell us about your bicycling background, because I know you and I kind of met uh, serendipitously at work events. You shared your, your biking with me, and I was just like, I know where you need to be. Yeah, so um, me and biking. So I have always loved uh, bicycles since I was a kid. My very first bike was a strawberry shortcake uh, bike with training wheels. And my mother will tell you, from the day I got that bike, my entire life changed. Um, <laughs> I, it was total freedom. I rode that thing night and day. I mean, they pretty much had to force me off of it. When I learned how to ride a bike, like I said, it was just a newfound freedom to me, and it just changed my whole worldview. I'll just tell you my experience with Strawberry Shortcake. When the video games first came out, my mom got my brother and I a little video game set, and he got to play Duck Hunt, and I was really upset because I didn't get to play video games, so she brought me Strawberry Shortcake, and I was like, no, I want to play Duck Hunt. And so Strawberry Shortcake and I have kind of a love-hate relationship, but I'm glad that you fell in love with your Strawberry Shortcake bike because that really kind of turned me off to video games. (laughs) Nice. But yeah, so no, my love for biking just started at a very young age. Yeah, after I upgraded, got out of the training wheels, I mean, I rode my bike to school. I rode, continued to, to ride bikes probably until I was a teenager and then... I got a car and then I became, it was too cool. I was way yeah. too cool to be seen yeah. on a bike and that I quit happens. biking. Yeah, that happens to a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. And then um, as an adult, I was living in Lawrence, Kansas, and I had just dropped like a, all of my money on this used car and had it for about four months and the thing blew up on me. The engine blew up and it was a total oh. loss. So that afternoon, I actually walked from the place I was working in downtown Lawrence down to Free State. It was a Monday night. It was cheap beer night. So I was just sitting on the patio trying to convince a friend of mine to haul this car out to her property in Taganoxie (laughs) and have us blow it up on her property (laughs) for the 4th of July. And I wasn't kidding. I mean, that's really what I wanted to do to this car. I was so upset. But this girl overheard my conversation, and she said, I'm really sorry about your car. If you guys blow it up, please invite me. (laughs) Um, That did not happen. But she said, hey, I have some extra bikes if you you need a bike for transportation. I'd be more than happy to give you this bike. 
and I thought about it and I said, yeah, I would love to have a bike because that would, that could work in Lawrence, Kansas. It would be better than walking everywhere. That was the beginning of my reintroduction to bikes. I went and picked up this yellow bicycle. It was just a yellow mountain bike, not a big mm -hmm. deal, but I spent the next year and a half like commuting um, on that bike all over Lawrence. Everybody knew who I was. They'd see me riding it everywhere. You meet so many people when you get out of your car. Yes. It's and amazing. It, and I loved it. At the time, it was, um, I think that was 2008. Gas prices were insane. And mm -hmm. like I realized I had all this extra money left over because I wasn't spending it on a car and gas and insurance. Yeah. And I loved it. I didn't have, like I said, I didn't have a car until I moved back to Wichita. I didn't feel like bike commuting would work here um, for me anyways at that time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't as safe, um, I thought. That year and a half of not having a car and just riding that bike really just reminded me why I loved biking in the first place, because um, I do enjoy that freedom. So I'm curious, how was bike commuting around Lawrence different than trying to bike commute in Wichita? Was it that in Wichita, everything is so stretched out? Because I know, I know that Lawrence is much more hilly and Wichita is much more flat. So you would think that it's easier to bike in Wichita because we don't have the hills. If you have a single speed, you have legs of steel in mm -hmm. Lawrence. But, I mean, just beyond the terrain, what what is different about biking between Lawrence and Wichita? Well, I mean, at that time, I think Lawrence was just more educated about more open to individuals that bike and mm -hmm. commute. Mm -hmm. So, they also have, like, they had a better bus transportation system mm -hmm. to where you could be on a bike and if you needed to go across town. I mean, because Lawrence has grown quite a bit. But, I mean, just you could make the transportation work. I mean, you could either ride all the way across town um, and there were stoplights. Worked better for me personally than I thought Wichita would. It's also a lot smaller than Wichita, mm -hmm. which makes it easier. I was lucky. I kind of lived and worked uh, in the same area. So that part of it was easy. But when I came back to Wichita, I just didn't feel like, A, the drivers were educated enough. They, they're not used right. to looking for people on bikes or so, even or even ha are knowledgeable about road safety and rules of the road when it comes to what bikes can and can't do. I just didn't really feel like it was safe. And it is kind of spread out. So depending on where you're right, going. Right, right. Yeah. Now, bike walk has really helped make improvements over the last 10 years from when I originally moved here, so I could, I can see the changes happening. I do feel like it's a lot safer. I wouldn't be as stressed trying to use my bike as a mode of transportation as I would have when I first moved back here in 2009. Like, you know, the last several years, I haven't been able to do that, going back to school and being busy. When I ran into at the health department, and you told me your name was Amy Basham, I thought, hey, are you Amy Basham that works with Open Streets ICT? And you're like, yes, <laughs> I am that Amy Basham. And I had worked um, I had worked that event for the Old Ridge Art Museum, which is where I worked at before May of 2020. I absolutely loved it. You and I became friends that way, just discussing bikes. And mm -hmm, I kind of mm -hmm. gave you my history and told you that I might want to join your organization. Yeah. So, and then... 
here I, I am. Know. The rest is history now. So yeah, yeah. Not I, only am I joining your organization, but now I'm also working for your organization, yes. which I love. So. And and I am so excited because I Kim and I can only do do so much with communications, and we need to go to the next level. And you have such a wonderful experience and and passion for bicycling, and you have these communication skills. And I was just like, we need you so badly. And so I'm so excited that you're here and you're joining us. Now that you've um, kind of been with us a little bit uh, in, and gone through some smaller events and stuff with us, what is your vision for Bike Walk Wichita? Like what potential do you see? Well, I am so impressed with what this organization has done with such a little budget. Your volunteers are absolutely amazing. Like what you guys have accomplished over the last decade with such a small staff and just a volunteer-led organization really is admirable. You know, now that I've like gotten a little deeper into it, it's even more impressive. You can tell everybody in this organization is passionate. They're dedicated. They believe in what they're doing. And to me, that's important. I, mm-hmm. You have to have people like that. So I think it's great. I think going forward, like we, I'd love to see the organization grow into a permanent home for one, which I know is yeah, a goal yeah. of um, the organization. And I'd also like to create the stories and share those mm-hmm. more with the public. So that way the public, not just people within Bike Walk, um, individuals that actually interact or have that experience uh, Mm -hmm. with you right but I want everyone in the community to know what great work is happening at Bike Walk Wichita who the volunteers are who the individuals are that are making the difference and then also the people out there whose lives are being impacted and improved by the work that we're doing yeah so um, there are so many lives that are changed so drastically with just the transportation options that a bicycle offers as far as sharing all the different ways that Bike Walk Wichita helps the community, it is such a secret. And, and it, we don't mean for it to be a secret, but like with so many things in the Midwest, we're just like, ah, oh, shucks, please don't, you know, we're over here just doing our things. Please don't look at us. Don't mind us. And we have, we're very modest and we just kind of need to step beyond that modesty a little bit kind of own these wonderful things that that we do and share that we don't want to be so hidden that people that need us can't find us so I think a lot of people know bike walk Wichita like oh yeah you're that great organization that has maybe a recycle shop or gives bikes to kids or oh yeah you do open streets ICT but they really don't know the true impact (laughs) and my goal with bike walk Wichita is to make sure that by the end of this year we are telling that story. Wow. Yeah. So our vision for Bike Walk Wichita into the future, we have so much that we want to do. There is just, I am not a very visual person. I am a very analytical person. And so I appreciate having, being around people who can offer that vision and offer that drive because I know where we, I know we need to grow, but I don't know how to direct that growth. And so I'm glad that you're with us and can help us kind of focus that and and move forward. Yeah, I mean, part of um, one of the things that I think I am good at is I can envision 
a pathway into something where I'll take an idea and I'll, you know, go through it. And eventually I'll get a vision that comes through and it's a plan. One of the great things prior to coming into this position up until graduation of May of 2020, I had the great opportunity of working for the Ulrich Museum of Art, which is also a nonprofit or it's through Wichita State. But I really got to see what an organization that was based largely on donations um, did and did well. But a lot of what they do is also um, based on the donations. Um, so I got led by this wonderful team and my mentor, Carolyn Koppel, over there and really showed me how you can, um, for one, work with your members uh, and your membership base, how you can grow that, and also how you can um, use your stories to really bring in funding for the programs and the visions that you have in order to grow your organization forward. So I'm really fortunate to have that experience. Um, and I can't wait to apply some of that to Bike Walk Wichita. I really, truly love the, the work that I do. I mean, this is what I am passionate about doing. Um, I absolutely love my work in communications. Um, that's part of why I decided to leave corporate contracts a couple of years ago, which is what I was doing before this, and go into communication work because I am very much a people person. I love to network. I love to collaborate where it's not just a one winner, where you have many winners involved. So Bike Walk Wichita is a, a great organization, and I can't wait to dwell into that or dive into that, if it's that way. <laughs> and I really hope that we can, you know, do some great things and help achieve our goals of, you know, getting uh, our capital campaign started and growing Bike Walk Wichita into the future, the next 10 years. Yeah. So what you've done already is amazing, and I can't see what's next. Yeah. Can't wait to see what comes next. So I know we appreciate the passion and drive that you are bringing to Bike Walk Wichita and the new energy you have. What What do you do outside of work? Well, outside of work, I stay very busy. Um, I have a five-year-old daughter who is about to go to kindergarten next year. Uh, so she gets a large bulk of my time. Mm -hmm. um, love her to death. But uh, mommy also needs mommy time. So when I have the opportunity to do that, like I like to um, go to different events. One of the things I am excited about kindergarten next year is that my daughter will go to school about a block from our house. So therefore, mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about transporting her to childcare and then going to work. So I'm actually hoping I can do some more commuting to work and using um, you know, other modes of transportation behind my vehicle because, or besides my vehicle, um, because it's imperative for our environment and our health and all mm -hmm. kinds of things that we really transition our lifestyles. Um, and I don't want to just be preaching that. I also want to live it. So um, I'm super excited for the changes and things that are going to happen um, in that aspect. So, yeah, yeah. And you can walk to school with with her and, and oh my god yeah we don't have to get in the car at all, we, at all. we're going to be walking back and forth like, yes that's... which I find exciting because like I said that year mm -hmm. and a half I lived in Lawrence I didn't have a car was one of the best years yeah. of my life I was in great shape I had mm -hmm. more money I mean I think I was just happier in general yeah yeah I know when I bike to work regularly like everything just it's so easy to leave 
work at the office and not bring it home with me. Being out in nature, I see so much more of, of the city and see my neighbors and get to enjoy the shade and the trees and the river and all of those things every single day. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. It's it's mm-hmm. truly amazing the things that you miss when you're driving a vehicle mm-hmm. that you notice when you're on a bike or if you're walking. You get to know so much more of your environment. You get to know your community better. One of the things I did when I first moved back here was I would get on the bike and just kind of roll around downtown and roll around the city just to see what was here because I really lived here for 15 years. I mean, that's kind of how I figured out and found, you know, community gardens in Delano and also in my area, met some new people. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't think people, until you make that change, you don't know how it's going to impact you. Right, right. So if uh, people want to get in touch with you or they have ideas that they would like to share with you or want to reach out about uh, a sponsorship or something, what, how would they contact you? Yeah, so I can be reached through my email. It's april at bikewalkwichita.org. Thanks for sitting down with me today. No problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. For the month of July... Bike Walk Wichita would like to recognize one of our board members, Mariah Beck, for her continued dedication and passion for helping move us forward. Mariah is not only the vice president of the board um, who makes sure, you know, that we are staying true to our strategic plan and that we're making the impact that we want to see in our community, but she also is a dedicated recycle volunteer who loves fixing up bikes for kids and people needing transportation. Beyond getting her hands dirty in Recycle, she is also active in our Women Bike ICT group, which, Amy, I know you have definitely enjoyed having Mariah around. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, many of you know her from our rides, our bike campouts, and our other Women Bike ICT events. Thank you, Mariah, for being such an awesome leader for Bike Walk Wichita and a supporter of many local organizations who are making a difference in ICT. You rock. Well, it looks like our time is up. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you around town. If you are interested in taking action, connecting us with your neighborhood, or have an idea, please let us know. In addition, if you have an idea for the podcast, Amy and I would love yeah. to hear that uh, we we can definitely go around and catch up with people. So right. please. we love sharing those stories. Yes, you can email us at podcast at bikewalkwichita.org. Thanks to the huge increasing in biking and walking, we have an ever-growing network of friends who love shopping local. So if you know of a business that could benefit from our hyper-local marketing, make sure to contact us. We can help them by sharing our 2021 sponsorship packet that includes a customized promotion plan for the rest of the year. That wraps up our show. Extra thanks to Amy, Carrie, April, and our volunteers for the awesome interviews and stories, and to our podcast producer, Christian. Thank you, Kim. And we'll see you out and around town.